Hi, I'm Cassie. I'm Tiffany. And we're the hosts of Happy Hour Gets Weird. On our podcast, we talk all things weird, like UFOs, Bigfoot, astrology, ghosts, and even true crime. And every episode, we create a fabulous new cocktail. So fabulous. If you're looking for a little weirdness, please search Happy Hour Gets Weird on your favorite podcast platform. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Some of these aren't so crazy, but let's pause and talk about rule one again. Maintain humanity under 500 million. Wait, how did I miss that? 500 million? So how would that compare to today's population? Okay, so that means that about 85% of our population has to go. Y'all, 85%. That's terrifying. And this thing is supposed to withstand catastrophic events? Is it supposed to predict something's going to happen to the 85%? I know. I don't oh, know. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Hi, everyone. This is Brooke from Curly Conspiracies. I hope you like the clip from our Georgia Guidestones episode. If you want to find out more about this conspiracy, go to curlyconspiracies.com. Or you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Now, back to what you all came for. The clap you do is worse than like a hammer hitting a nail. You're such a baby. No, it's an ear piercing. Another thing I cannot stand. It's like you cracking your damn Shlen, if you're watching or listening to this, watching it. <laughs> when she coughs, my sister's cough is, you can't, you can't be around it. I don't know how Tom does it. <laughs> she hasn't listened in a while. You have to get on on her case about yeah, that. Whoop that ass! What you mean? Mm-hmm. Although I, she's in doing her uh, her residency. Yeah, so but it's probably been around. like two months since she listened to us. Yeah, yeah. That bitch. Because I check, I look who's listening. I'm gonna tell her to listen to just this one. I got some questions for you today. Do you? Yes. Oh goodness! I found some fun food questions. Okay. So a couple of them I've heard before, but one I didn't, and they were just too funny. Is cereal a soup? No. Why? Soup is hot. No, there are cold soups. Well, they're not soups. Like uh, pea soups are cold soups. Hold on. I'm going to Google the definition of a soup. Pea soup is disgusting. Anybody who likes pea soup can <laughs> fuck right off. You don't have the right to call it a soup. No, okay. You're going to Google soup now? Soup, defi- the definition of soup. A liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables in stock or water. But then sometimes served cold. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. Ruin my fun. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is it the hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. But what constitutes a sandwich? It's between two pieces of bread, right? Is a pita a sandwich? Yeah, why not? I don't think it is. I think a sandwich has to have two... Definitive. Fully separated pieces? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to think on that one some more. What if, well, what if you break the, the hot dog bun in half? Yeah, see, there you go. And then you Is do have a hot dog. Is it a sandwich? Yeah. That's a good question. It's mind-bending, isn't it? For real. Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you're listening to this, please input. I, ha- I have one more for you. If you buy a DiGiorno pizza online and get it delivered, is it still DiGiorno? 
Probably not, because their motto, if, um, what is it? It's, it's not, not delivery, delivery. it's, it's DiGiorno. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. Can you even buy it online? Oh, yeah, you could buy anything online. But maybe they stand so true to their statement that they don't allow online sales. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. There's some committed motherfuckers out there. Well, think about it. You can get Instacart. So if you ordered it through Instacart, somebody goes out to the grocery store, buys it for you, and then delivers it to your house. This is true. This is not sponsored by Instacart, by the way. Yeah. If only. If only. Hey. Heyo. What's up? How you doing? So I thought this week we should say hello to the spirits. Our spirits. Our spirits, our listeners. That's what we're naming them, huh? Because you poo-pooed spirited listeners. I don't know, because I think it's already implied that it's a listener, right? So, hey, spirits. Yeah. Welcome back. Oh, little bitty spirits. No, I don't like that. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> In case you don't know it, you're listening to Drink. Drunk. Dead. I'm Joel. I'm Emily. We do drinks and ghosts and stuff. And we occasionally get drunk and stuff. More than occasionally. So what are you drinking tonight? I just went with the two times IPA, Southern Tier. You and your Ippas. It's a solid choice. I used to hate Ippas, but then I grew up. Did you, though? Yeah. I used to hate the taste of IPAs, and I had a few that I enjoyed. They didn't really taste like, I guess, your typical kind of just bland IPA. And it kind of got me more so into just the bland IPA. Okay, so Mr. Grown-Up, how old are you now? Ah, 22. I've been 22. You're so grown-up. Huh? I'm more grown than you are, motherfucker. Height-wise, yeah, that ain't hard. That's ain't what we talking about. <laughs> What's your credit score? Better than yours. <laughs> Suck it. How do you know? I guarantee it. You're 22 and I'm almost 36. My credit's August than of yours. last year, I was at 661. Yep, mine's better than yours, so... Uh, 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 uh. That was August of last year. Yeah, no, mine's still better than yours. That's okay. <laughs> You're getting all so upset about it. That fact tells me that mine's better than yours. You going to ask me what I'm drinking? No. Fine, fuck you. I'll tell You're everybody a child. anyway. You got to interrupt and tell it yourself. It's coconut rum punch again. What are you I drinking? Know. That thing that I just told you about. What'd you say? So it has a quarter cup each of orange juice, pineapple juice, and Sprite. A shot or a little more of coconut rum and some grenadine. And it looks like a sunset is pretty. You've had that quite a few times before. Yeah, I really like it. I get, I don't know. I get tired of adding soda to stuff and this is less soda. Less soda? It's less soda. It's not just liquor with soda. I like liquor and soda. I know you do. I do, I do. Shall I tell you about our spotlight this week? For sure, bud. Okay. 
So we missed out last week. We fucked up a little bit. Last week was just a big old shitstorm. So wanted to make sure that we got back into it this week. So the average American life expectancy is about 80 years. The average life expectancy for trans women of color is only 35. That is ridiculous. Insane. It's horrible. They make up like 0.6% of the population and their death rates are astronomical. In 2020, at least 25 women have been killed so far this year. Trans women. The vast majority of whom have been black. Over a nine-day stretch from June 25th to July 3rd of this year, six black trans women, all between the ages of 17 and 32, 17, were killed around this country. That's just the U.S. Six. And not and six. The U.S. likes to think that they're more so oh progressive than a lot of the other oh, it's nations. Horrible. And if that wasn't bad enough, the, like the day-to-day life is a struggle. Employment, housing, healthcare can all be really hard for them to acquire, having to overcome things like racism, sexism, gender phobias, gender biases, things like that. And the current administration is making that harder by continuing to roll back protections that were put into place for them. In the prison system, trans women who are incarcerated in men's prisons are 13 times more likely to be sexually assaulted than cisgender men. 13 times. It's ridiculous. That is incredible. So for these reasons, because we really feel that this is something that people should be paying much more attention to, we chose Black Trans Women, Inc. for this week's Spotlight. Founded in 2012, the organization states that its main mission is uplifting the voices, hearts, and souls of black trans women. It's a national nonprofit, and it was specifically established to address the urgent concerns facing African-American trans women in minority communities. The organization is dedicated to empowering the trans feminine community and providing it with programs and resources to help not only inspire the individual growth, but also contribute to the greater good of society. To do this, they to accomplish this, they have things like mentoring, trans health, and HIV care. They help find a path to stable housing. They assist with career readiness and finding jobs, leadership development, and education and training. And one of their big areas of focus is on the negligent treatment of trans women in the criminal justice system. So when it comes to education, this is something that they... They, they're working on educating the public about this problem. That's where it's got to start. In an effort to also protect those women from further injustices, they support a bailout program that seeks to free black trans women with nonviolent offenses, hopefully preventing them from becoming another terrible statistic. Because it's yeah. awful how many of them die in prison. Often when guards are right there and can see what's happening and they don't do anything to protect these women. Yep, they look the other way. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can support their efforts and the black trans feminine community, go to blacktranswomen.org to donate and hear their stories. I also highly recommend that you check out hashtag thriveover35 on Twitter and Instagram to hear personal accounts of those that have been lost and those dreaming of living long, healthy lives. And there are 
quite a few stories. It's a really big initiative to bring attention to the issue, bring attention to the lives of the people that are being impacted and, and the fears that they live with every day. Could you imagine if I were a black trans woman right now, I'm about to turn 36. I would be at the end of my life expectancy now. I cannot imagine the fear of living every day, feeling like 35 is coming. Am I going to break that? That average, that statistic. It's awful. 17. The the one woman was 17 that was murdered over that nine-day stretch. It's horrible. So, please. just a person becoming a person at that age. Oh, my God. So please go check out blacktranswomen.org, donate, learn how you can help. So that is our spotlight for this week. Thanks for the share. I heard that you have some fun facts for me today. I do have some fun facts. You looked up some fun facts. You've been doing better about it, though. I'll give you that. I've been doing better? You've, you've brought some new ones to the table recently. It seems like you're having fun with it now. I think fun facts are fun. Fun facts are fun. That's why we call them... Yep. That's why we call them fun. <laughs> oh my God. What are your fun facts, David? <laughs> Just give them to me. So today we talk about poop. Oh. Okay. Everybody fucking poops, man. This is a topic that needs to be discussed. This is why you were asking me if it was okay to talk about poop. <laughs> We've talked about your poop so many times on this show. It's a, of course Wax it's okay. Wax my butt crack. That was hysterical. Yeah. So I got some fun facts for you about my most favorite Favorite activity. <laughs> Pooping. Do you remember that song from Scrubs? Our number one test is your number two. No. No? Okay, never mind. I <laughs> Comes up to it's been my a while since I watched Scrubs. Good show. So, most of these I actually did not know. So, it was, it was a learning lesson, right? Poop is mostly bacteria, not food. Not digested food. I'm not surprised by that. 50 to 80% of the material, so excluding water, like if your poop is dried out, 80 to 50, or 50 to 80% of the material is bacteria. That makes up a pretty large chunk. The other bits are, um, of course, there's some processed food, right? Well, yeah. Uh, but Everybody's cellulose, seen the corn in there every once in a while. Yeah, cellulose, because our body can't break it down. Right. Poop is brown because of dead red blood cells in bile. The color is a result of a chemical called stercobilin. Stercobilin? Stercobilin? Sure, we'll go with that. It's a byproduct of the hemoglobin on broken down red blood cells. And it also comes from the the bile. Bile, again, I don't know how to pronounce it. Bile. Uh, the, The fluid, or which is a fluid that is secreted into your intestines to help digest fats. Without it, so without that that chemical, our poop would be kind of like a whitish or light gray. What? Could you imagine a white poop? That would be ghost poops. Right. Ghost poops. Do albinos have ghost poops? Oh, that's that would be weird. That would be really weird. Or is it like albino rabbits where they have really red eyes? So mm. are they really white and then they have these super red poops? That would be very worrying. It's like after you I eat would- your hot Cheetos. Yeah, that's not a good one. <laughs> it's not a if good one for anybody. If anybody's ever eaten a whole bag of hot Cheetos <laughs> Don't in one do night, it. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
Be kind to those you live with. Do not do that. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't hurt you at all? Yes, it does. I the have nostrils. The fuck it does. So the ideal poop is a continuous log and sinks <laughs> in the toilet. The first thing I thought of when you said that was like the the soft serve ice cream dispensers. Yeah. <laughs> Coil your poop up. It just made me think of like turd emojis and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never had a turd like that. Well, but to be fair, we poop into water. If we pooped on the ground, it might look more like that, depending. I don't think so. Because you're just going to come out it's like, I don't even want to. No, we're done. It's, it's good. not we'll going to like coil on. up like itself on itself like that. And that would be a lot of poop. I I don't want to tell you when or how, but I've seen it. What? Pooping on the, in a... In a coil. In person? My high school years were very, uh, they were special. I had lots of interesting experiences, and Jackass was really popular, so we'll just move on. <laughs> just, wow. Just go on with it. I have different feelings about you. Now. I didn't say it was me. Doesn't matter. You were involved with it. I experienced. I witnessed it. <laughs> so, under ideal conditions, poop should be very easy to pass, almost effortless. Right? I don't say There's I don't know that no I've ever had an effortless poop. Well, no, no. Think about when you've gone in there and it's just been like, whoosh. right? I don't know. That's effort. Well, but it's I usually not a long, continuous log at that point. That's true. And there's effort getting into the bathroom on time. Right. Doing the clench and the <laughs> like, skip. Go, 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 go. Right. You got to bounce on your toes because your butt cheeks are clenched. <laughs> it should be in one or two pieces and have a diameter similar to the circle you make with your thumb and your index finger. That's pretty big. Not really. It's probably about an inch and a quarter, at least mine. <laughs> the Diameter. spirits are so interested to hear this. Huh? The spirits are so interested to hear the size of your turds. <laughs> Impressed? <laughs> so, floating poop is usually a um, good sign of poor nutrition. Poor nutrition absorption and gas, excessive gas, <laughs> which makes sense. I mean, if you have gas in your poop, so if your poops are floating, you know that you need to get your shit in check. This reminds me of that time Dr. Oz went on the Oprah show and told Oprah all about the different kinds of poop. It was a special episode. There's a lot of kinds of poop. And Dr. Oz knows them all by heart. <laughs> He's the perfect kind of man. Mm-hmm. My last one for you. There is a thing called poop transplants. Wait, what? Poop transplants. <laughs> Why? Formerly known as a fecal transplant. Of course, because who's going to call it a poop transplant? That's just too dirty. You want to know what it's about? Do I? So research is increasingly telling us that the most effective way to treat C. diff, which is a harmful bacteria that can thrive inside your guts if the good bacteria wiped out, so if you're forced to take a lot of antibiotics, you know, if you have an injury oh, yeah, or yeah. an infection or something, that can kill all the good bacteria in your stomach and cause this this bad bacteria to take over. So what they found is to be the most effective is taking a healthy person's poop and transplanting it into your GI tract. 
Studies have found that it has a success rate of 90%, far greater than any antibiotic. How do you tell your job, I'm sorry, I need the next few days off of work. I'm going to go have a poop transplant. Fecal transplant. Either way, how do you tell your work? Do you think any work, they're going to be like. That's why you just tell them, I got to get a few days off. I'm taking vacation. (laughs) I got to have surgery. What kind of surgery? I can't tell you that. (laughs) Hardly classified. (laughs) It's extremely personal. So the scientists have been um, moving to create better methods of insertion, I guess you could say. And they were looking into a pill. ew. No. A pill? Right. Which really, like, they can't put poop in a pill and then expect somebody to eat it. Because you have to tell somebody what they're taking, right? So they probably just manufacture that that bacteria, the the good stomach bacteria in some way and just... I don't know what to say to all this. Normally, I find poops very funny, but right now I'm feeling slightly traumatized by this conversation. It's a very interesting thing. I have learned a lot. I don't about know poop that today. I would be okay with somebody else's poop being put into my stomach. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. But I imagine if you're in a situation where, I mean, you have to consider that. You'd probably go for it. Like, if it's that painful or uncomfortable or damaging to your health. What if it's bad enough that you have to take it regularly? Like, you have to get a prescription for poop pills. <laughs> I would not count <laughs> like, those out at the pharmacy. <laughs> Somebody else doing that. Unless you got a hazmat suit, I'm not touching that. People do it with placenta. Yeah, they, they cook it up. They, they dry it, they powder it, and then they put it into, like, little capsules so that they can swallow it. Because people are fucking weird there's a lot of good nutrients in a placenta though maybe when it's still in the mom but when it's all dried out and put in a fucking capsule why wouldn't it hold its nutrients it's not like they just evaporate well they do decay what's the (laughs) half-life come on bro (laughs) thank you for your uh Thank you for your poop facts. Don't give me that. I know you were impressed and intrigued, interested the whole time. I am not surprised by your topic choice, I'll tell you that. You asked me to do fun facts, you get what I get, Damon. We need to do a reminder. We have our giveaway going right now. For those of you that didn't listen last week, we have a giveaway going right now. It's... um, Three classic horror films on DVD. So that's the Poltergeist, it's Poltergeist, The Exorcist, and The Shining. And then we have a cool color change mug with our banner from Twitter and Facebook on it. So cool! It looks really good. And a Visa gift card, which everybody wants free money, so. It's only $2. It's a little little more than $2, but hey, you can at least get a candy bar. Be like every grandpa. Candy bar. Don't spend it all in one place. Every time, like, we would go into the dollar store or something with my grandpa, he'd give us a dollar to spend. But then he'd make some granddad joke, you know, like... That sounds like your grandpa. Don't spend it all in one place. You're like, uh-huh, okay. Should I share the stories of the of the horrible dad jokes that I had yesterday? Can I finish our giveaway talk first? I'm sorry. And then you can share your I'm really interested stories. in these things. Right I know now. you are. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love them, but it's so stupid. So, for the giveaway... I put up a trivia question on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook every week, and I'll pin it 
And then all you have to do is listen to the episode, answer the question, and send it to us in a DM. Don't answer it directly in the post. Slide in our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Yes, we've gotten several entries already. I'm very excited. We have people listening. They want to win shit. So get free shit, mother truckers. Right. Maybe that's what they should be called instead of the spirits. Mother truckers? The mother truckers. See, I had thought drunkards, but I don't think anybody's going to appreciate that as much as I do. Let's put a poll. Put up a poll? Yeah. Vote. Spirits or drunkards? Which would you prefer to be referred as? I did put up a poll for what I'm covering next week. And they voted. I know what I'm covering. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll know it too. Sneak peek. Winchester Mystery House. Well, now they don't have to be on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You have to edit the answer out. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your dad jokes? Tell us. Okay, so I work at CVS. It's one of my jobs. So this guy comes up, and he has a box of Kleenex with him. And he goes, excuse me, I have a bit of a concern. I was like, what the, What might that be? And he goes, I think they printed this upside down. And he's just holding it upside down. And he's come through before, so I know he does this these just stupid jokes, right? Honestly, they, they tickle my funny bone a bit. I'm not going to lie. But You love your dad jokes <laughs> as much as everybody else. But they're so stupid. Like, they're hilarious to me, but at the same time, they're so stupid. But they're that's such part groaners. of what makes it hilarious. so good, yeah. right? I was like, did you, did you try flipping it over? And he, like, does, like, a 720 spin in the air with the box and <laughs> goes over and he's like... Would you look at that? <laughs> I'm like, are you magic? And then what was the other one? Oh, a guy comes up with uh, two Gatorades and he goes, now, I don't know if you know this, but there's no Gator actually in it. <laughs> You're shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> People crack me up. You do have a lot of fun at your job. I do. You get some interesting people. <laughs> so we've had our drinks. Getting drunk. On our way. Drunk. Now it's time for the, the dead. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> drowned it out. Dead. dead. See, I win. No. Sucky. You didn't get it all in. You didn't win. Where's the pineapple? I it's in my this. drink. <laughs> so what's your story? What's your, what's I don't your, know. What you talking about? You stole that from me, you fucker. What? I was just saying that right before we took our little... Yeah, I'll show you where you little thief trying to take credit from my good ideas. Yeah, whatever. So the other day, you're upstairs or something, and we have... So we have the Smithsonian Channel, right? Uh Uh-huh. And there was a documentary of the two atomic bombs that the U.S. had dropped on Japan. So, it interested me a bit to see what's going on in Japan, as paranormally speaking. Paranormally? Uh, Yeah, sure. We'll go with it. That's a good word. We'll roll with it. So, I found a few things, and it seems like Okinawa. Is that how it's pronounced? Okinawa. Okinawa. Okay. Yeah, that would be the place where there was the Battle of Okinawa. That's the infamous... Well, not the infamous, the famous 
um, statue of the soldiers setting up the flag. Yeah. Yep. It's a picture. It, they turned well, it into a statue, yeah. probably. But anyways. So, in the area that was rattled with horrific history, Okinawa. Okinawa yeah, sure, go with it. What, it. what was it called? Okinawa. Okinawa, Japan, undoubtedly remains the stopping grounds for many restless spirits. U.S. military installations in Okinawa. <laughs> you can just say on the island. Huh? <laughs> just say on the island. U.S. military installations on the island are home to some of the oddest encounters that have been reported. Enough so that the Marine Corps Community Services and 18th Services Squadron of Cadena Air Force Base both hold site tours around Halloween time that sells out just days after the tickets go on sale. Hmm. So there's a few places around that I was looking on. Um, there doesn't really seem to be kind of like, I mean, there are, but not many firsthand accounts, but they're all the kind of just the same thing. So I figured I would just touch on a few different places that are around in Okinawa. <laughs> One of them so being Cape Hansen Gate 3. Gate 3 was one of the main through throughways to get in and out of Camp Hansen, at least until the security forces started to encounter a strange apparition night after night. So around 3 a.m., pretty much every night, a World War II-era Marine covered in blood would walk up to the gate and ask for a match. He would then walk away and disappear once his cigarette had been lit. So this probably was... Like in the 70s, so mm -hmm. 30 or so years after World War II had ended, but then more so even now have a presence in Japan. Guards started to refuse to stand at Gate 3 in fear of what the intentions of this unknown man is, which eventually led to the gate's closure. Well, that's kind of silly, isn't it? If he's an American soldier. Okay, it's still a ghost. So what? What do you mean, so what? Ghosts aren't inherently scary. They're just kind of there. I think to most people, ghosts are a little unsettling. Well, then most people need to pour some ice down their panties and calm the fuck down. Okay, a fucking ghost appears in front of you. A black f shadow figure shows up in front of you. You're chilling. Okay, a black shadow figure is a totally different thing. But if it's a full-form person that I'm identifying as somebody that would be in the same kind of field that I am. So I would consider them an ally any other day. Why am you I suddenly trust afraid? a ghost? Why not? It's a ghost. Why? I'm not with it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to outwardly seek, you know, aggression with it, but I'm not chilling with it. I know you I'm would not never lighting it cigarette. Seek any ghosts out. I really want to take you on some haunted tours. I don't want to go on or haunted go tours. stay like at a haunted bed and breakfast or no, something. No, thank you. Please. I will be up all night. It's not happening. I'm sorry. You can go somebody else, but... Fine. Ashley, Lindsay, you guys listening? Not my thing, Shadi. So, some actually had seen this man's presence as a blessing, as another figure would often appear at Gate 3. There was a World War II-era Japanese soldier ghost um, who would also appear quite often at the entrance. And there wasn't too much about you know, what he would do, whatever. I think they would just see him. But imagine being a, a U.S. military soldier and seeing the Japanese soldier in World War II era. 
garb pulling up on you. That might be a little more unnerving. They didn't really like us much. Right. Still don't. We don't even like ourselves. That's fair. We don't. So at Kadena Air Force Base in Japan, building 2283, before its demolition in 2009, held the title of being the most notorious and active haunted house in the U.S. military. That's interesting. So it was on the Air Force Base, and it was there was a, a group of just, you know, homes, just rows and rows of homes for all the soldiers who were stationed there at the mm-hmm. time. And it would be their families and everything else. But So in the 1970s, the building was home to an Air Force officer and his family. Reportedly, he had murdered his entire family before taking his own life. So murder-suicide. The reason for which that he committed um, the, the acts is unknown. The family that had moved in after experienced unrest and paranoia. It wasn't long after these feelings that the father of the family stabbed everyone in the home, killing his entire family as well. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, is this documented? Yeah. That's fucked up. For sure. Two families. Both instances, the father had murdered the entirety of the family and then committed suicide. Makes me think of uh, when we did the... Pennsylvania episode, and I did the Seven Gates of Hell, but those were all rumors in mine. Right. Yours are documented. Ew, I don't like that. So there were, I believe, a couple other families that had stayed in the house. There was nothing else reported about any kind of murder-suicide going on with the other ones, but most, if not all, of anyone who stayed in that house experienced some sort of change in their behavior and... It just they felt like they were going insane, and the Air Force is like, mm, maybe we should do something about this. Yeah, right. So after a little while, the U.S. military had turned Building Twenty Two Eighty Three into a storage shed. But the upsetting stories don't stop there. Okay, there were- when I think storage shed, I think of something behind somebody's house that holds like a lawnmower and a couple packs of like mulch. It's a a whole small house. ass shed. It's like an outhouse, dude. Most sheds are not that big. Huh? Not a whole fucking house. Okay. Storage facility. Does that make you feel better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good lord. Thank you. Thank you. That's better. Who knows? Maybe all they had was a lawnmower and a couple packs of mulch. They may have. Everybody knows that the Air Force mulches the runways. Right. It's, it's more friction for landing, right? Well, it would be... L- Less stable at a landing. Shh, it's a joke. But ha 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 sometimes. <laughs> there are many soldiers and families who had reported hearing sounds of crying children, strange laughter, and in one account even saw a woman washing her hair in the abandoned home's sink. That would be un- the kids. That would be unnerving. Right. People who have had to endure a visit inside the home to grab something or maintenance, whatever, for one reason or another, reported hearing phones ringing despite no phone lines being connected to the building, faucets turning on by themselves, as well as curtains opening and closing on their own, and one person having seen the house glowing. 
So the moving things would probably freak me out more than the sounds. Right, because it's making a physical connection into the world. Oh that yeah, that we takes live some. In. That takes some. They have to draw so much energy to be able to move something, or at least that's the theory behind it: is that they have to draw a whole bunch of energy. So for them to move something, that's got some power. You think so? Yeah. Same thing with like manifesting it takes a lot of energy. That's why. Uh, when paranormal investigators go into places, they'll say, you know, people will report watch batteries dying, cell phones dying, recorders dying, because it draws all that electrical energy. Yeah. And humans are kind of like giant batteries, too. We've got a lot of electrical energy. So you walk into a place and it's like, yes. Yeah. This is what are I you getting that theory about. from the Matrix? What, the electrical energy? The batteries, human it's, batteries. I mean, it's not that far-fetched, to be honest. Yeah. Think about just Although inside of our brains, the amount of electrical energy. Mm, but it doesn't take that much energy to, to turn a faucet or something like that. It does if you're non-corporeal. So, so, theory? How often have you seen wind turn on a faucet? Okay, but if it's localized energy, it's, wind is, it's, especially what's coming through the, the windows or the doors or anything. No, I think you're wrong, and your theory is ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it takes. See, a I'm shit thinking of- about it mathematically. No, you're not. Like, I am. It's still going to have to draw a good amount of energy from somewhere. It probably takes about two. Pounds you think of force. it doesn't? Yeah, but when you are literally not a being. But if you know how to manipulate what's around you. What are they like air compressors and they just somehow turn them on? That's not how it works. Molecules. That's what goes on. You are just enjoying frustrating me right now. I'm not frustrating you. I'm giving you facts. Bullshit. I don't like it. (laughs) If I could recall the mathematical formulas, just move the fuck on. Energy displacement. So they're they're turning on faucets and moving curtains, and that's creepy. Oh, yes, what I was talking about before I was so rudely interrupted by the flat earther sitting across me. Maybe, oddly enough, there was a samurai warrior who is often seen running through or riding through the living room on his horse. That is unusual. I wonder how common samurai were in Okinawa. That's one of the islands, and I really don't know. Do you have the answer to that? A similar story there's a samurai warrior who rides horseback alone from stillwell drive toward futuma housing i don't know exactly where these are in respect to okinawa 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 but it's it's a decent bis- distance again nobody's ever followed him but that's where he's heading down the road to this other base. And so my wonder, my my question is, my wonder is, my wonder, I do English good sometimes. Mm-hmm. My question is whether samurai would have been that prevalent or present on Okinawa at any point in its history or if those were more of like the main island of Japan. So I don't know. Because it is an American Air Force base and what do Americans think of when they think of Japan? Samurai. I don't, know. I don't 
I imagine it was more of a cultural thing than a what, like a nature-mind cultural thing, an ethnic cultural. Well, okay. So think of it this way: How often do you hear people saying that ghosts are black or Hispanic or Asian? Not very often, especially not in America. Even though we have plenty of history with those populations in our country, all of our people are white. And they're in, like, Victorian-era clothing. There's nobody that's wearing modern clothing. Or it's very rare. I don't honestly know that in many of my stories it's ever been identified what race they are. It's just a ghost. In your story so far, as somebody who loves the paranormal, I can tell you I've listened to quite a few stories. And it's usually white people. Uh, because Maybe that's because we're the one who remain... We're the ones who remain in purgatory. The longest. <laughs> <laughs> that might be accurate. We really don't know what to do with y'all. There's a lot of you. We can't send everybody to hell, but <laughs> y'all just chill for a little while, okay? See, for white people, though, there aren't that. We are outnumbered in the world, population-wise. Right. But we are like the angsty teenagers, perpetual angsty teenagers, and maybe the afterlife's like, we don't want that shit in here. Right. Figure no, your neither shit out. side wants us. <laughs> Who knows? Figure it out. Maybe we'll let you cross over. <laughs> and we're like, I've got unfinished business. Everybody else is like, my life was okay. I'm ready Did my to go. Thing. So there's a daycare that was stationed directly next door. And another thing, it said that it was the CDC. I wasn't able to really tell which one was true, but they tell the same story. So it was either a daycare or the center, the CDC. I don't know if it was daycare at the CDC. It might have been. Think about like the Oklahoma City bombing had a daycare in the bottom of a government building. Yeah. So anyways, um, the caretakers at the daycare reported to officials of children on the playground throwing toys over the fence to the house. 2283. I feel like a fool. (laughs) Haha, I was right. I don't feel like a fool. (laughs) So they would throw toys over the fence to the house because the little kids on the other side had asked them to. That's creepy shit. Right. Kids make everything creepier. No kidding. It's true. It's true. Kids are creepy. Right. So in years prior to its final demolition, the Air Force had tried to tear the building down but ran into some issues. Workers assigned to the demolition got severe headaches, experienced hallucinations, and the crew as a, as a, as a whole suffered large rates of on-the-job injuries. Hmm. So they couldn't continue with the demolition. They couldn't continue with it? Is it like At, half standing? On its original. No, no, no. It's demolished now. In 2009, it was taken down completely. But in, in attempts prior, they had to stop because they lost their crew. And then I'm sure there was some kind of paranoia about it yeah that's probably the case families died in this house everybody else is like yo i can't be near this thing so there was i read also some there was some speculation um some believe that it was an old japanese burial ground or something um a lot of always coming back to those burial grounds huh everybody's always coming back to those burial grounds yeah i mean burial grounds Makes sense. 
the whole entire world is a fucking burial ground. We've been around forever. Right. Well, not really. It's like 200,000 years, but still. It's a long enough time. That's a long lot of time. Generations. And we've been all over this planet. In a hundred years, there's three or four generations. You know, that's a lot mm-hmm. of people. <laughs> Cremation, guys. It's way to go. A tree. I like that idea. Have you seen the ones where you can get yourself cremated and then it's like you become the soil for a tree seed? That's tree seed what thing? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I want to do. I like that idea. It's cool. I, I love plant the- you in my backyard. I love chestnuts, but I couldn't do a chestnut because it'll die like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to live. I got to get a good red oak or something, a nice sturdy <laughs> cherry, you know? Mm-hmm. Take you out to the middle of Montana. May, uh, make me like an apple tree or something. Be fruitful. Let me give back. I don't know if I could eat those apples. You don't want to eat me? Not that way. I love you. I love you, too. Okay. <laughs> so, Cadena's... Banyan, both of those words I do not know how to pronounce. Cadena's banyan. Sounds like something you get on your foot. A banyan? Mm-hmm. So it is a tree golf course, and there's one area in particular that is... A tree golf course. It's called the Cadena's Banyan Tree. You said it's a tree golf course. I did not say that. Yes, you did. I did not say it is a tree golf course. Uh-huh. I said Cadania Banya's tree golf course. Uh-huh. Okay. Continue. On the site of which now sits a golf course, once was home to a Japanese-maintained field hospital. High school-aged girls were forced to serve as, nor- as nurses. As nurses? Nurses. They were forced to serve as nurses to the wounded Japanese soldiers that found themselves suffering from injuries. Once U.S. troops invaded and took control of the airfields in Okinawa in 1945, the Japanese women committed suicide in a nearby cave. In fear of what U.S. soldiers would do to them because of the propaganda that the Japanese government forced upon them. That's really sad. A whole bunch of just... So many teenage girls. Yeah. Those poor families. In that documentary I was watching on the Smithsonian Channel, the first um, radio signal that came out of Hiroshima was from, I think she was maybe 15 or 16-year-old girl who was down in a bunker at the time, a communications bunker. She survived, obviously, but... She was the first one to put a radio message out. And it was just these young people, men and women. Women were generally forced to do the labor-intensive jobs on the homeland. Mm -hmm. Well, the men were out to fight similar to how it was in the United States in World War II. Yeah, but the U.S. didn't force women to do that. Right, but they made it that that was your calling. Your man's out fighting the war you need to support. Support them on the homeland. Yeah, and then they shit all over them after and the And in the 40s, you know, that's that was the mentality. Like, you worked for your family. You worked for your country. Where, where were we so going? So, anyways. Okay. We're at the golf course. Oh, yes. We're at the golf course. So, all the those young women committing suicide. Today, Okinawans won't go anywhere close to the cave because the women are said to still haunt the nearby land and the cave of its the cave itself I saw pictures the the entrance to the cave is like gated off with steel bars and everything and last one Medea Point Okinawa 
If you happen to find yourself with the sight of an elderly man pacing around a tomb near the waters on Medea Point, run and run far away. Why? Well, I guess you don't necessarily have to run, but you don't want to be around. Why? So the old man is a ghost, said to be a ghost, that roams the shores aimlessly waiting for someone to see him. Every time someone sees and reports him, there is a body that washes up on the shore only a few days after the sighting. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. So, is he popping up to let you know that somebody died? Or do you see him and then somebody dies? That's that's the big question. People are associating him with know. death. Right. But maybe he's there to warn. Remember your guy from Polly Island? Uh-huh. Of the storms coming yeah, in. Yeah, maybe he's there to warn. Or to let somebody know. He's like, guys, I'm just trying to tell you. Somebody's drowning out there. Go save him. Don't run away. God damn it. Nobody ever lives to me. That would be frustrating. That would be. When you can't talk. Yeah. So the point is the sight of many suicide jumpers who had hurled themselves off of the cliff. It is also a place in which housed another field hospital used by the Japanese army in World War II. So I think that probably, too, goes along with just the lore around it. Ghost jumpers are often seen falling from the top of the cliff, as well as scuba divers even reporting seeing ghosts underwater. No. Which would be creepy. Ew, that literally gave me chills. I don't like that idea. Honestly, up until this, when I had researched this, I don't know that, or if I had it, hadn't remembered it, ever hearing ghosts in water. Literally giving me the chills. I don't like that idea at all. I don't know why, but that just makes me tremendously uncomfortable. The idea of being underwater where you can't breathe, you can't run, you can swim, but it's not like you're a freaking shark and you can get out of there super fast. Right. And there's like, mm-mm, nope. I don't like that idea. Right, nobody That's can a big hear nope. you if you scream. <laughs> no. So that was my story for you. That was a good story. Thank you. I'm Stories, actually I guess. surprised that you didn't go, you didn't really dive down into the tunnels of Okinawa at all, because they are reportedly seriously haunted, because lots of citizens of Okinawa died there uh-huh. during the battles. Some good stuff there, but those stories were definitely ones I'd never heard before. Me either. Thank you for sharing. Of course. I found a new phobia, which is ghosts underwater. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be swimming anymore? I know we were talking the other day about uh, nails, fingernails. I have a thing about eyeballs, fingernails, and like ears. Honestly, I think it's... Easier to say things that you don't have something about. That's true. Just bodies, like the the sounds of bodies, the idea of like ripping. Oh, teeth. Oh, teeth. I don't get that. (sighs) Okay, so I read a book once about Henry VIII, and it was a novel, historical novel. I think it was called Sovereign or something like that. And Henry VIII was torturing somebody, or he was having somebody tortured, and one of the things that they did was they crushed teeth. Like, basically just pulverized. 
Yeah. While they were inside of your mouth, they would crush them. So they just obliterate them. Oh my God, that gave me nightmares. Nightmares for like months. I couldn't stop dreaming about my teeth getting crushed. Ugh. You're so weird in that fact. I can't. Like, or movies when fingernails are ripped out, I want to throw up. It makes me want to puke. I can't. Mm-mm. You find a horror story, a scary paranormal story with teeth, eyeballs, fingernails. Yeah, that'll I be am- a solo show. Oh, my God. I will be out of here. That is so you I don't yourself. understand why that like, upsets you so much. It just makes me so uncomfortable. I don't get it. I feel it. I feel it when I think about it. Well, then don't think about it. Don't feel I, it. Well, if you're telling me about it, I can't. Not think about Just it. Don't take it to that level. You know what I'm saying? Just Doesn't break, oh, work like okay. that. You're painting a picture, and I'm going, "Hey, let's look at that painting." Well, fuck! I don't like this. No. I. Why did I pay money to get into this damn museum? Picasso. Because there's pretty flowers just on the other side of the wall. Mm. Don't forget. Check our Twitter for our giveaway. We'll be posting the question mm-hmm. on Sunday. Sundays. Yep. I post them on Sunday and then I pin it on Twitter. You might get a little buried on Instagram and Facebook. So check us out on Twitter. There are five chances to enter this month. If you haven't listened to our episode last week about Waverly Hills Sanatorium, go ahead and check it out. You can still enter for that. I'm not going to be like, hey, you didn't listen in week one, so you can't enter. It's all month long. All it's all month long. Fair game. Yep. If you can answer the question, but it won't be pinned anymore after this week, so Maybe you don't have to dig it out. Start a thread. I might. And then pin the re- most relevant one. Yeah. We are currently working on setting up our merch store and our Patreon account. If you want to support us, it would be immensely appreciated. We do this all out of our own pockets. We don't. We don't do any kind of advertising. We want to bring you guys ad-free shows. So, um... Until we start getting cool shit, then you're listening to some fucking ads. <laughs> Sorry Might to say be it. a little while before <laughs> yeah. that happens. <laughs> so, we're looking to start our Patreon account, and I set up four tiers that offer some really cool kind of returns for you guys, so you get something fun out of it. It's not up just yet. I'll let you know when it's all ready to go, or you can check our social media. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Drink Drunk Dead, or you can email us your personal stories of encounters with the paranormal. You can email us ideas of things that you would like covered on the podcast. You can uh, email us any suggestions for how we can improve. Drink drunk dead podcast at gmail.com. Is it impossible for us to improve? Not I mean, for me. Honestly, I mean, I'm about to no, be a fucking epitome. little dickhead like that. <sighs> Look at me, baby. For me. I am a goddess. True, but. See, there you go. Doesn't you mean don't, doesn't even need a but if you call me a doesn't goddess. There's no but. I'm a goddess. Every anyway. goddess has her weakness. So we're looking right now. We've been uh, building up a little collection of listener stories, and I think we're going to start doing a once a month listener story episode. So if you have any stories that you'd like to send in, we would love to hear them, and we'll love to get them into our listener story episode. 
Don't forget to rate and review, especially if you listen on Apple. But you can also do it on Podchaser, I think. Podchaser. Podchaser, Apple, and there's another one that you can rate and review on. We actually got some comments that I didn't even know from, like, back in February. (laughs) Until I downloaded the app, I had no idea they were there. Huh. Interesting. Tell your homies. Promote our shit. Or stuff like that. Or stuff like that. Please. (laughs) We're begging you. You shouldn't ever beg for anything. No. No. We don't beg. We say... We highly encourage you... (laughs) And we want to say thank you for listening and for being our spirits. Oh, yeah, Daga. You are the spirits of the show. Is that corny? <laughs> you are the spirit of the show. <laughs> yes. It's so corny. It's so corny. But that's us. We got to start some kind of drinking game for our spirits. Every time I say right, or you say fucked up by the um, time the game is over. Or I say, yeah, yeah, by yeah. By the time the episode's over. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's another one for you. Uh-huh. That's fucked up. That's fucked up? That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. We need to start a drinking game. Do we? Yes. You all need to start a drinking game. Y'all. Join us. So thank you for listening, spirits. Thanks, guys. We love you guys. You're why we do this. Shall we raise a toast? To our ghosts. To our ghosts. <laughs>